Hello, and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Star vs. the Forces of Evil, which we'll be talking about today. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Bonilla. I'm substituting for Dylan this week. Uh, today, I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. Sam Quattro. Hello. And April Collins. Hi there. And today, we are talking about week two of uh, the event called Starch, that we are calling that here, of the, 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 mar- the March of Star. Uh, the, the latest episodes that aired uh, on this Sunday was uh, Moon Remembers, Swimsuit, Ransom Gram, and Lake House Fever. Uh, if you want to catch our discussion on episodes that aired last week, you can do that at OverlyAnimated.com. You can also subscribe to our star feed uh, via iTunes at OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated. And we will pro- we could be referencing stuff from last week, so spoilers for both last week and this week in this episode. But uh, yeah, we have uh, four uh, different episodes to talk about, some stuff connecting, some stuff unique for its own episode, and we'll be talking uh, about various things here. But I guess we'll start off with uh, general impressions uh, of this group of four. If there's something that stood out to you, maybe an episode that you loved or you really or you really didn't love or like something in general about these episodes, we'll just do like general thoughts first. So um, let's go to April 1st. Uh, h- how did you feel about watching uh, This Week of Star? Um, This Week of Star was pretty interesting. I was worried that I guess we would just get like a bunch of filler episodes. And even though we did have some filler-esque episodes, um, like there were some that were just really like, enjoyable like swimsuit uh i thought it, it was going to be probably the worst one of all of the four um and i actually really really enjoyed it a lot um there, it was like super action-packed and like very eclipsa heavy because we you know i've been personally wondering like what are we doing with her where are we going with all of this um unfortunately the episode with like queen moon just sort of fell flat for me and i was kind of upset about that but it's fine i will leave my personal prejudices at the door. Um, and then of course, <laughs> um, ransom O'Graham was, was great too, as well as, uh, Lake house fever. I mean, they each had, you know, all of these episodes had their faults, but overall I was, um, I, I, I felt better after watching these than my expectations were leading me to believe they would end up being so. Okay. Okay. Very well. And uh, th- this podcast is a platform for your personal stuffs as well. So like, if, if, you, if, if you want to get deeper into that later when we talk about Moon, that would be fine. But uh, you can for sure. Uh, but uh, Sam, what, what were your general thoughts on these four episodes here? I had a better time with them than I did with the episodes last week. I think because they were more, you know, spread out, loosey goosey, typical of what I think of a star episode and what it quote-unquote should be uh that being said even though i like them more than last week's i don't really feel like any of them really stood out besides like the lake house fever one like and tom star and like demon mom <laughs> like i like i like that one a lot but the rest were kind of like uh moon can't remember oh uh can't find your swim trunks whatever blah they were okay. Hopefully things will pick up from here, but they're all right. 
Okay, okay. And uh, Delaney, um, you, you weren't on the podcast last week, so if if you if you also want to get into your thoughts on like just the season so far, that's okay too. But what are your general thoughts on Star so far here? So, um, Star is by. She is. <laughs> okay. Okay. Star is she by. is. And I it's do true. actually, I do want to say that I think uh, we're getting Star blushes in like every single one of these episodes multiple times, and it's. A different thing to see, really. And I will say, I I think the best episode that I really enjoyed was Ransom Graham, Ransom Graham, whatever. I really enjoyed that episode because uh, stars by, and that was the, the entire point of that episode was was her being like everyone's so pretty. It was like that scene where she's on whatever the cat, the bear, whatever, and she's like behind what was her name? It's like Ruth. Uh, I couldn't even say it. It was like... I, I have it here. A Brunzetta. Brunzetta. So she's holding Brunzetta and Marco's behind her and she just like, she'll look at Marco and then she'll turn and she'll look at her. And it's so, it's like the best scene. It's like the best thing I've ever seen. It might also be like up there with like best explicit by uh, um, representation because you get the whole like cutesy like it's pink in the background and there's stars and she looks at them and she looks at each of them. It's so great. Um, overall, I really enjoyed the episodes. Shock. So I hate Tom star. This is a well-established. <laughs> wow. I hate it. It's terrible. Tell us how you really feel. I, it sucks. <laughs> but, um, I really did enjoy, um, the beach house episode. I also really, I think it's really funny. So, you know, you know, a show has hit its stride when it has a beach episode. But we've already had a Star Beach episode. It was a big deal when it happened. But it's really funny that we're kind of, uh, we're having a lot of build-up to this beach day that we're going to have. And so I think they're doing a really good job of, like, playing around with this photo and, like, are we going to have the beach day? And so we've already had kind of, like, two red herrings. We've had, they're going on the beach day, and then, of course, Eclipse and Rhombi, let's just mess it all up. And then we have just Tom and Star at the beach. So I really enjoy what they're doing here, but I did, I did actually like the beach ep- the beach house episode because Tom's mom is amazing. <laughs> like she's so precious. Because at first, because you know, you know it was a joke. Like they, they were like, oh, this would be so funny. We're gonna make his mom huge." And then we had a whole episode where like she's actually a person and like she's crying over like the book and like the photo album. I also do think this episode did a really great job of showing. Like, we're going to have, it's going to be a big deal. Like, obviously Tom and Star are going to break up again. Like, we can't have this, like, like, we've been tiptoeing around it a lot, and we've been having this, you know, you know, half the time you're watching it, and you're like, oh, Tom and Star are still dating. Why hasn't she broken up with him yet? Because, you know, they do stuff, and you're like, ob- this is obviously, I'm a Starco stand, obviously, but... You know, we have the way things play out in the show. It's like Tom, they treat Tom like an afterthought, and that's what Star does. And you see that this is, uh, especially this happened. Uh, I think it was in the first episode when they're looking for Moon. Uh, like by first episode, I mean the first episode of the season. And Tom's calling, and Star's like basically right, ignoring him. Right. Yeah. And so I think this is setting up a lot of the fallout that's going to happen when they break up, or you know, whenever there's another hiccup. Because, you know, they kind of made up at the end where Star's like, I'm not going to go to Marco's, which that was also not the best decision. So it's interesting to see how this is like, we're going to get more and more of this, you know, this this love triangle 
So it's and I think they're doing a really good job with it because Marco and Tom are friends and like it was also really great when Tom's like, well, if I kissed Marco, you'd want me to tell you and like they didn't say it like a joke. Like Tom's like, uh, you'd want me to tell you and like it's also like they're treating it like I could have kissed Marco. We don't know. So I think they're doing a really great job so far. Um, I would agree with April that I didn't really love the the first episode with Moon. Probably for different reasons, because I love Moon so much, and then she left, and I was like, I'm obsessed. This happened, I want Moon to come back, and I need River to go away forever. But I think overall, like, these are, I really enjoyed them, and I'm just, I think we're doing interesting things this season, and just having Eclipsa with Meteora and everything's just been really cool. All right, all right, thank you. And uh, yeah, just uh, briefly, my thoughts. I, I think that this was a, a group of enjoyable episodes. I I, I also enjoyed we're doing stuff with Eclipsa finally again. It, it feels like it's been a while since we've uh, touched on her like actually ruling and how that's going on. So uh, I'm interested to see that we're we're still touching on that. And uh, and yeah, Tom, Tom Star is interesting. I guess we can uh, get your uh, the other people's thoughts on that as well, since that is like the last episode. So that might be the freshest on our minds. I, I know this is. The, last, the one I watched like right before we got on here, um, but uh, April, how, how do you feel about the portrayal of the Tom Star relationship in these episodes, especially Lake House Fever at the end? Okay, so it's it's really interesting because I like everyone knows I'm all about Starco, and if you don't know, I'm telling you again because I like that's Endgame. Starco's Endgame, we know it, but I feel so bad because like after watching Lake House Fever, there was a small part of me that was like, oh, but like Tom doesn't completely suck. Like he, <laughs> well, he's a lot better than he was. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, like we like Tom now. Yeah. Well, no. And even like, because like in preparation for season four, like I rewatched like every single episode and there was a lot of times when I would like turn to my husband and just be like, this is sad, like, this sucks, and he's like, why? And I was like, because I kind of love Tom right now, and I, but I need Star and Marco to be together, and he's like, you can't have both, April, and I'm like, I understand that, but, it like, it's gonna hurt whenever I can't have both, and we come to that realization. But, like, I thought that was, like, very... They can all just be a couple. The OT3. They can be a Like, some people make, like, triangular relationships work why can't tom star and and marco but like i i think like it's very like i love tom's mom and i love that she's like upset because of like what's going on and i yeah and he and he, it's right like he needed someone to talk to and he couldn't necessarily talk to marco and also, all of that talk to his mom I know his mom is such a, a sweetheart and I love her. Um, and then she also controls the weather. So that's great. But uh, we're not talking about her. <laughs> we're talking about Tom Star. But I, like he I think it's interesting, too, because we always see things from Star's point of view. And that's how the show has been entirely. And it's kind of nice to sort of take a step back because all we've ever gotten about Tom is that he's a jerk. He's hot headed. Um, so on and so forth, but like behind all of that, and yeah, he, he even admits, he's like, yeah, but I had anger issues or like I had things, but I'm working on them and I'm working through them. But like, even behind all of that, like he hand built that carriage or whatever, like, come on now. That's, that's incredible. Like who just does that for people? No one does. Like he must truly care about her to like, super cute. yeah, it's like super cute. Like for him to have like 
like I know like that's the one that I keep going back to, but also building carriages can't be easy. So <laughs> no, he, he he worked up the sweats and stuff. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> it, but then the other thing too is like they sort of highlight that like Tom has been in Star's life for a long time, it seems. Like they're you know, both of their families are royal and so I mean I'm sure like they've been friends like long before their first silver silver bell ball. So it's just, I don't know. It's hard to watch because like, I'm like, Oh, look at that. Like, that's so sweet. And I'm glad that I'm glad that star stayed because my fear for the end of that episode was that she was going to like go, like she was still going to leave to Marco's. And then it was just going to be like a, like dinner just between her and him and like something like private. And I, and I would have been heartbroken, but also like doing like, High fives and cartwheeling down, I don't know, my stairs. So. <laughs> All right. But I, but I will say it's slightly frustrating too because like we kind of slightly talked about like the star and Marco kiss. We still haven't talked about it. Like we sort of tiptoed around it because of what else that was going on. And I don't like that. That's very frustrating for me. And the whole time Tom was like, I know it didn't mean anything. <sighs> Do do you think it did, Sam? The kiss? (laughs) Who knows anymore? Um, My thoughts on this Tom and Star moment of an episode. Okay, so I had a feeling about it. like Not necessarily like a shipping feeling, but sort of like, this kind of feels like it's grounded in a place of reality. Like, I feel... As if I see Tom in a new light and that he's more of a person to me now, as opposed to the past where he went from being a jerk to being like, oh, I'm just a cool boyfriend just working on my stuff. And now, you know, we've met his parents more and like spent time with them and his family and get got his thoughts on the main event that has occurred in terms of Star and Marco's relationship as of late. You know, I, f- I kind of do feel for him. He's just, he's obviously in love with somebody who <laughs> can't really return that fully, even though, you know, they're in a relationship and all, and it kind of just sucks for everybody at that point. And I feel that, you know, that's just how life is sometimes. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's not like I'm gonna ship Tom Star or anything, but I just have more feelings towards the personhood of this animated character now. So I guess yep. it's a it's a sweep across the board in terms of like this episode does it does the job well of making Tom see the even more sympathetic. Yeah, <laughs> than he's on. like it, it's been a, it's really been a gradual trying to make process, us feel but... feels. <laughs> right, right. And um, one line that like stood out to me is that at the be- uh, at the beginning of like uh, t- star pulling Tom aside and all like she says something like hey we broke up but the teenagers are dumb and like everyone breaks up sort of thing it's and true so, uh, yeah but like the, the reason that line stands out is because in the other episodes we we do get allusions to like star like having to make more adult decisions like in the eclipse episode she she's like taking on the role of an adult mediating between two quote babies so like but then when it comes to the romantic stuff it's like still on the back and forth 
ness of what a what a normal teenage romance is so while it's frustrating maybe to see like from a story perspective since like you know what uh, what end game is but at the same time it's still realistic in the sense of this is how teenage relationships work so like it's it's riding a fine a fine line between like be, us feeling things for it but also like n- trying to not get us to the point where we're annoyed with uh, with her waffling between the two i don't know if uh, I don't know if that that makes sense in a way, but um. Yeah. Well, I feel like yeah. they're yo-yoing Star's character in a way that's odd, because last season we, you know, Star grew up a lot. Like, if we're looking at from season one to where we are now, Star has changed a lot. She's grown up a lot. But especially these past four episodes have shown a lot that yes, Star has made decisions. She was queen and she made a decision. Now she has to live with it. Which I think that might that's probably part of the journey we're gonna go on with Star this season, especially since her mom is effectively out of the picture now. Like she kinda got her closure with her mom and Star did say, Wow, I just feel really grown up right now in the uh first episode with Moon. And and when I say the the first episode of these four, not the first mm-hmm. the first one. Yeah. But I think we're doing this interesting thing where we're kind of showing how Tom and Marco have grown up around her. Like, for example, um, in a literal sense, you have when we go to the dimension where in Star Wars, Marco's all hot and abs and stuff. And then you have Tom where he's grown up like he, you know, he's been working with his anger issues. He's very, he's much more mature and he's very much the supportive, but out of the picture boyfriend, which is a very, it's kind of like the perfect role for him because sometimes you're like, I hate Tom. But he's doing, he's been doing really well in that, like, he's supportive, but he's not infringing on his, like, on the friendship with Marco. And it's really funny, too, with, like, she'll be, like, talking to Star and then he'll call Marco and be like, oh, is she mad at me? But I think it's weird what they're doing, because we saw a lot of growth with Star, and I guess, I don't know, it felt more complete last season that we got to this, we got to this point with Star. And now things are a lot, they're, they're shakier. So I'm, I'm curious. I guess we're still on this kind of growing pains arc with Star because she's definitely not where Marco and Tom are at. I, I would say about like dealing with being an adult and like these decisions that have been made. I will say that like in in terms of like her growth, I think like swimsuit is like the best example of showing how much she's like matured th- right. since the beginning of the show because. Like, she even sits there and says to, like, uh, Romulus and Eclipso, she's just like, she's like, I'm the only one acting like an adult here. Like, what are you guys? And they're like, oh, we're adults. And she's just like, okay, well, like, you know what? I'm actually not an adult. I'm a teenager. So I'm going to go do that. And you guys be adults and figure this out. And even, like, at the end when she's, um, like, Eclipso, like, goes into Romulus's body, she's like, that's not right. You can't do that. Like, because, like, you have to get, like, it's your job to get the people of the kingdom that you're ruling to trust you. And if you do things like this, like, that's not going, like, that's not going to work. And so her, like, because I think of, uh, if anyone, like, stars one of those people who, like, always goes after whatever it is that she wants. Like, she'll do whatever it takes. And so for her to, like, sit there and tell someone else, like, hey, like that doesn't come first anymore. Like you have to think about other things. I think that's a like that's huge for her, especially. Um, and uh, like with that, with that growth also comes stuff that she still needs to get better at, right? Because also like in the first episode, we have the conflict like her 
uh, for like the first half, she's avoiding telling Moon about Globgor, and uh, Marco's like, hey, you gotta rip off the band-aid someday. And then when we skip over to the Tom episode, it's uh, she never got around to telling Tom about Marco, so, uh, so Tom had to find it out on his own sort of thing. So like, I, I, but I think that that's like a, a realistic thing where like you, you can grow in certain aspects of your personality, but like still have other stuff to work on, on, on the side. So like, well, while I, while I get the idea of it being yo-yoing and like, it, it's something that I've heard, that I've seen like elsewhere in reaction to, to these episodes. But at the, I, I think that for the, the age that Star is and like the process she's going through, like it, it makes sense that like she could be grown up in certain aspects of her personality and still have work to do elsewhere. Hmm. Yeah. That's like how life is sometimes, you know, you don't like become an adult TM overnight. You know, you learn and you grow and you're good at some things, other things you'd work on, and eventually you're like 40 years old and you have most of it <laughs> figured out, I assume. But you hope. <laughs> you, you hope, yeah. But yeah, that's typically how it works in life itself. So I think that's a good thing that you're sort of going through like, oh, like I don't want to tell my mom about this because pulling off band-aids hurts. But then she'll have, like, a really great moment of, like, mediation between two actual, like, thousands of years old adults. And it's wonderful. You know, I like that kind of going from, oh, I'm good at this, but I'm not so good at this. Da, 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 da. It's growth. Let it happen. <laughs> Let growth happen, yeah. Let growth happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can't get it in one shot. It takes time. <laughs> Uh, now, before we, we move off completely, I just want to say, like, at the same time, I don't think that Tom is perfect in this episode necessarily, because we do have the brief moment in the argument where, like, Star is beginning to get, like, angry with him, and he's like, no, I'm supposed to be angry at you, sort of thing. So, oh my uh, god, that's just true. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, you, you agree with this sentiment. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm like, okay. you know what, I agree with you, Tom, you have every right to be angry. <laughs> like... But, and, and then also know. the, there's the assumption of, hey, well, that kiss didn't mean anything to you, right? So we're good. It's like, it's, it, I, but like, I don't know if that's like self-denial sort of thing, or like he actually believes that. But, um, th- th- there could be some, uh, you know, unsavory stuff go- going on with Tom's personality. Because I, I also just think that Tom. He also like, pressures her to stay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 So like I, I'm just, I'm just pointing this out to because like it, Tom is being more sympathetic in this episode, but I, I I think that they they do enough to like keep his like well Tom still still has flaws like he's not he hasn't become a perfect person yet so like uh, I, but I think that that's a good thing that the episode does that it, like it keeps him still on his character but enough that like you see progress while not making him a totally different person than what we know him to be so. But I, I just want to get, like, the full picture of Tom here. Um, well, um, Tom I, is not an angel. <laughs> he's a demon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got a demon for a boyfriend, Star says. Um, <laughs> that was pretty good. Are you an angel? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I guess we can, like, just cover the other parts of this episode specifically. Um, we, we've got the, the mom. We, we I, Some people have already praised her, but, like, I, I don't know if there's, like, anything specific we want to get into there. Her, her main conflict in here is that she is kind of, an, because she knows that t- uh, Tom, Marco, 
Star stuff. So she seems to be very he- hesitant or annoyed around Star, and they get into like a fight, uh, not a fight, but like a, 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 a standoff in the kitchen. And then later she's going through the photo album. When they get to the Star section, she's like skipping through it a little faster and begins crying. Oh, so, mom. so it's, it's oh, a, it's, mom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how, how do you feel about the depiction of momhood here? <laughs> I think so, it was really, I think it was really nice. Like, she's, she's a very good, like, mother to Tom because one, she, I guess, like, let him, you know, like, open up to her. And, like, if it was my mom and I had said something like that about, like, my boyfriend or anybody, she, immediately she'd be like, well, that person can never come to this house again. Like, this was actual real life teenage April. Um, like, if I, like, complained about a boyfriend, she'd be like, oh, well, you guys are obviously broken up then, and then they can't come over ever again. And I'm like, mom, we're not broken up. Like, I'm just annoyed in this moment. She's like, yeah, but, like, remember how? And I'm like, mom, that was six months ago. Can we not? Like, we're not even together anymore. So, (laughs) but I think she, she's very caring, and I think that it's sweet that she cares. Um, and, it's nice that she's able to, I guess, put aside, like, the fact that she, she's a mom. She obviously wants to be protective of her son, but, like, still, like, welcome Star into their beach home or their lake home. Um, and I guess it's still kind of, like, cordial to her versus just, like, completely shutting her out for the sake of her son. She just wants him to be happy. It also helps that Star can't understand anything she says. That, too. Yeah. Yeah, many translations are given in this episode (laughs) where uh, where either Tom or Dad has to be like, oh, they said that, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, but but yeah, so my mom has a strong part in this. Uh, Also, we have have Dad, who doesn't have too much to do. Um, We have uh, Tom's aunt. uh, Love her. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Luminous Zasparella is her full name, and her sl- slime ex, uh, her slime boyfriend. Uh, is is this slime person the same as the ex boyfriend of Tom's mom? The, I wasn't sure. I would was... think so. I think that was the joke. I th- yeah, I thought that was the joke too. Okay, <laughs> I, I was a little uh, uh, hesitant, but I, it's okay. So that that, that makes well, sense. Well, I thought it was that they, she got back together with her ex boyfriend. Like that was her ex boyfriend. They're back together again. Uh, also an interpretation, but uh, yeah, I, I, I like I like Slime Dude. <laughs> I don't know. He, uh, slime his, Dude. His, his his non sequiturs were uh, very much my style. Like, oh, <laughs> really quick. Hot take on cold foods: cucumbers slash pickles. Yeah. I agree. I don't like cucumbers. I love pickles. Yes, I stand with Slime Person as well. Like, cucumber. Uh, I mean, well, no, actually, no. I'm the opposite, baby, because he says I like pickles, but I can't stand cucumbers. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I like cucumbers, but I can't stand pickles. So. Why? Yeah. Pickles too, like pickly. Yeah, like pickles have a, like a special taste. Cucumbers are just more watery and like cooling. You know, like uh, the cucumbers give you a special <laughs> feeling that pickles can't. <laughs> I feel special. I like both of them. Y'all are odd. I know. I like wow. both of them too. I love pickles. I also love cucumbers. So I could wow, just you're, you're not allowed to like two things. You gotta like it's two the things. same okay. thing. <laughs> which one? Which one in this metaphor represents Tom, and which one represents Margot? Wow, oh, wow. oh, good, good question. <laughs> I don't know. I, guess, I, I would assume that he was pickles. <laughs> I would assume that Tom is the pickle. Yeah, that makes sense. And, but like, is Marco crunchier then? Or? Is he cool as a cucumber? No. Is he more nah. Uh, <laughs> 
I don't know. Yeah, who, know who knows? <laughs> um, and uh, finally, there's a great grandpa, um, Relicor. Um, he cheats. He cheats at Scrabble. Okay, he makes can we can we talk about that? That was my great grandfather, and then he's just there. He just opens the thing, and he's yes. there. Yeah. What the heck? How demons work. He wants to play. So can no one die? Like that's what I'm trying to get out of this. Well, they they live in the underworld, right? So that's hell. Um, do people die in hell? Is the question. Mm. Is there like a super hell that people who die <laughs> not go to? <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, yes, yeah, so more. And does he come out only for Scrabble, or does, does he like show does up? Does he for prefer other to stay games? in the hole? Yeah. I like, does like he just he... live in there? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's why they keep the portrait up, just to, like remind themselves, like, hey, he's still around. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, Lake House Fever, lot, lots of Tom family stuff. Um, we, we touched a little bit on Star's maturity, and I think swimsuit is a big part of that. So I guess we can jump over there. Um, that's also the Eclipse episode where we see Eclipse trying to get Globgor out by forcing Romulus to do it, and. The whole episode is basically a fight between them and Star trying to mediate. Um, this is our, I, I'd say this at plus Moon Remembers is like our first real stint into like what Eclipse's deal is going to be this season, but like it seems to be focused more on Globgore than it is on like her ruling the kingdom. So I just wanted to get your guys' takes on like how, how Eclipse is, uh, is uh, suiting you guys so far and like what you think this season is going to be with her. I like uh, Eclipsa. She's super cool. Um, it's interesting. Like, it's still like, what is her deal? What is it? Like, she clearly just cares about her husband. And it is interesting that, like, obviously Star's opinion of her matters a lot. Because that's what stopped her, ultimately. Was, how can I trust you? And that's what, that she stopped. So, she clearly cares about Star a lot. And I think it's going to be kind of interesting. I think Star is going to kind of have to be, not like an apparent, but sort of like a mentor to Eclipsa. So I'm interested to see how this dynamic plays out. Like, I like Eclipsa. I mean, she's super sketchy, but I like her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the sketchiness hasn't worn off, especially with the with the ending move <laughs> of her in this episode. She's um, so sketchy, but you can't help but love her. Right. Yeah. Uh, April, how do you feel about Eclipsa here? Um, I, I also love her, but I just, I'm, I'm so afraid that she's going <laughs> to end up being our, our new bad. And because they're, I mean, but the reason why I think that too, is because they're really trying to sell us on like Eclipsa is good. Um, despite like everything else that's a, going on. I don't think I, they're trying as hard as they did last season. I don't, I don't think they have to try as hard as they did last season because like, I guess Eclipse's goal at the end of last season was like, she just wanted to have her kid or, or she wanted her daughter. Like she wanted to know who, who her daughter was, where her daughter was, how her daughter was doing. And so, um, it's like that, that was like, that was her, I guess her whole like focus last season. And then this season it's like, okay, you're still here. Like you already got what it was that you wanted, but I guess now you want your husband so, does this make you the bad? Like, is your husband the bad? Like, how, when and where does this go? So, but they really, I mean, they're not trying super hard to paint her in, like, the, a good light. But it, it's very obvious that she does care about Star. And I hope that she doesn't just care about Star because Star was the one who gave her back her crown. 
um, because Star could have easily just kept that for her and her family. Um, but she, you know, she did the right thing and she made a decision. It's, it's interesting though that like we have the whole like moon episode and I, I, I guess these two episodes kind of go one and the same for me. Right. Um, but like it's interesting that we have like the whole moon episode at the beginning and that like she's totally normal the entire episode. And then at the end, like all moon has to say is like, I just don't trust her. And for whatever reason, like that single line was very like almost like unsettling for me. Cause I was just like, you don't have your memory and you like barely know what's going on right now in this moment. But yet like, you're just like, I don't trust her. And then that causes you to leave. So, I mean, there's other reasons why I'm sure she left or her and river left. And, but like, it just like that one line was like, I was like, okay, maybe I shouldn't trust her either. Like, I don't know why. And then they give us this whole episode where she's like doing all these bad things. And I was like, okay, well, I guess that's kind of why we shouldn't trust her. So, <laughs> Yeah, so that there's a lot of stuff with Eclipse that we still need to work on. And I guess touching on Globgore as well, like part of it is that we still don't really know anything about Globgore. Like we, we get Romulus like sh- – uh, um, um, saying bad things about him and then Eclipse is like, no, he's all great and all. But like, because we're working on hearsay, we don't really know who, like which side is, has more truth than the other. Well, and the thing is so, both sides suck. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, but like, uh, that's, the, 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 a, that's the biggest dilemma suck? is that like, it's like, it is hearsay. And I mean, I guess like it's hard to go off of like what Romulus is saying because he does have such a prejudice against monsters. And then like he, he even sits there and he's like, you're a human baby, like a human eater. And she's like, Oh no, that's not me. Like that was my husband. But like we, we do not know any of that. Like who's, who's making what up at this point? And unless, I don't know, I hate doing flashback episodes, but I feel like that's something that like we're going to need so that we can get the full story because we're, we're just continuing like from last season of the like, well, I say she's evil and she's like, well, I say I'm not. And it's like, okay, but who, who really is evil here? I need to know. And the framing, like we have this ginormous monster trapped in ice and that's scary. Yes. Maybe uh, he's like Edward from Twilight or whatever. Because <laughs> apparently he went vegetarian for Eclipsa to hear her tell it. And that's like, oh, that's like what Edward did. So he's just Edward. Maybe he was just looking for a snack and he found that in Eclipsa. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> he's uh, like, I'm going to try going vegetarian. But if I ever get hungry, food is always nearby. That's smart. That's like people who keep chips in their purse or something. That's what love is, I guess. Keeping uh, chips in your purse. <laughs> yep. Worth noting that the dinner being served in the first episode is also vegetarian, and River takes offense at this. But so uh, Eclipse is keeping up the vegetarianism of this kingdom for her frozen husband. So isn't corn vegetarian? Why don't they just have that? They it's all corn. It's all they eat. Well, yeah, I've, I've, like being vegetarian in this universe is probably a little easier, but like River still likes meat, so uh, R- River doesn't. The like Johansons it. love meat; they have apology meat. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and uh, Eclipse also adding to like the scariness. Like we get uh, various uh, examples of her doing her dark magic, which we haven't had in a little bit. I'm uh, like, she literally you know, is like, 
Hey, Star, I need your help. Um, I think I think Romulus is dead. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like she, when she's doing the spells in reverse, undoing it's like five different spells that she threw. Yeah. At, 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 all at of them Romulus. deadlier than the last. You have to like, cover all your bases. Yeah. Uh, including an Ouroboros spell, which I makes the snakes it. eat each other. So, uh, <laughs> Definitely was... high quality. And she's like, I'm proud of that one. It's like, I would be too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of the episode, once she's like kind of lost, uh, lost chance of getting, of convincing Romulus, she goes into like a switching bodies spell where she goes into Romulus's body. And that was super scary to watch. Like, yes, when that he was just, not like, fangs out, it's like, what the heck is going on? Then you turn around, it's like, this is scary. Even, like, the image of, like, Romulus when he was, like, quote-unquote dead, I was like, this is really, this is, this was also unsettling, like, seeing this. Well, we always do this, like, oh, they're dead, and everyone's floating, it's super creepy, can we stop yeah. doing this, guys? It's <laughs> can scary. we not do floating dead bodies, please? But it works. If it, if it makes us feel creepy, yeah. so oh, that, that's How haven't good. we talked about the crystal? <laughs> oh, they no. said nipple yeah. like five times. I hate this. I hate this show. Like, <laughs> now the snakes assume that this is actually the good crystal nipple demon, which is so, makes me believe like how like what was the bad what was the bad nipple demon gonna do? Right, and that's the one Star has, isn't it? Does Star have the other nipple? Mm-hmm. I think so. Hmm. I don't remember this part, but that, that I'll I'll take your word for it. But uh, yeah, got to save it for a special occasion. Just release the nipple, I guess. Just um, so that we can say nipple a lot. Yeah. Um, lesser spells used in here include a sleep spell to Star uh, that she was aiming at Romulus, and she's like sleeping into a wall, and a low self-esteem spell shot at Tom. Quality. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Uh, I have terrible choice in fashion. I have terrible choice in friends. And I was like, oh, that's a dig at Marco. (laughs) That's where where he was like, boots? So good. (laughs) Am I wearing makeup? I am. (laughs) So great. I, I I saw a fan art of someone loved, like that uh, Eclipse is shooting the low self esteem spell at Marco and then nothing yes, happens. Yes, and he's like, I feel so different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just so want to give a shout out to that that piece of fan art there. Um, and uh, and yeah, and Star, we we already touched mostly on like what Star does in this episode. Like she's the one trying to like get them to talk to each other. It doesn't really work, but she's trying to be. A, she's the, the not adults. even out of the room yet. And they've already thrown the chair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's got to go to Mama's got to deal with these babies line in there. Um, but in the end, it's just Eclipse figures out that she's doing the wrong thing and Romulus storms off. We're not, we don't really get a resolution there except Eclipse realizing that switching bodies is bad. And we end with Tom and Marco deciding to make a mini beach day in the room and they're like warming up the pool together. And the star is like, is this what bro time is? Yeah. It's, it's that was a cute like, moment. Cute Tomco moment. So. Yeah. And then the swimsuit was on the monkey the whole time. The whole time. Why don't why didn't Marco like Marco went through like fifty different like swimsuits, including a what's his face? Glossers. Uh, like quality gag, by the way. Like it really was. It was so good. I and think I'm it's just, too like, small. What? <laughs> no, the I'm best just, is like Tom likes it, but can you look? And then like she blushes, and it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> why doesn't he just get like a pair of shorts or something? Like, come on. <laughs> 
How how rare are shorts in Muni? <laughs> you just get a pair of pants and you cut them. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, speaking of Gloucester, there's a, a brief moment that I, I do want to point out in the beginning where uh, Eclipse is like asking Gloucester for help. It's like, hey, I don't work for you. It's like, I, I don't remember if that was a detail that had been touched on in previous episodes. Like, if she does, if he doesn't work for Eclipse, then like, is he just like free now? Or is this like a general has thing? The, has the magical she- high commission just like disbanded? Because we haven't seen Hecapoo. Where is she at? What's she doing? Nothing. Just uh, uh, not taking care of nachos, I guess. But, um, Apparently. Yeah, so just uh, uh, Glosseric is around still, but um, seems to still be his old self of not really helping with anything. Um, yeah. I really, I did appreciate though that like she stars just like, why didn't you ask Glosseric? And she's like, I did. He told me to come find you. Like, <laughs> it's really. Yeah. Really precious. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe Gloucester tr- trust Star now. Is that is that that would be nice? <laughs> yeah, he's just lazy. Gloucester that, is too. useless. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. A- a- anything else from this episode you got that I haven't touched on yet? No. No. Okay. Well, um. Then be- right before this is the other sort of Eclipse episode, also uh, Moon Remembers. Which is like immediately following our stuff from last week where Moon is recovering her memory. Like, so basically in this episode, does Moon remember practically everything at this point? Mm. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like, yeah. she is so serene. I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> right. Like, it, what is- the, like What's my impression is that like Moon in this episode, like it feels like she doesn't actually have memory problems anymore, but like she just lost personality, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, she seems more like flat than she normally is, and I don't know, maybe that's because of the personality thing, but it just—I wish, th- I guess there was some type of, and we probably won't get it if there was like some type of rhyme or reason to her regaining her memories because she seems to have like random memories, but then like not all of them. So, you know, like she, neurologist in the house yeah. that explain this to us. And we, like she remembers like her and River's 14th anniversary, but she doesn't seem to, I guess, fully remember everything with Meteora and Eclipsa, except that she just feels like she shouldn't trust Eclipsa. She's going to show up in like five episodes and be like, wait a minute. And she's going to like wreck everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wonder if it's a possibility that maybe she only doesn't remember the stuff that happened right before she lost her memory. Maybe it's, oh, that's, that's why she true. can remember stuff before. Like I'm trying to think of like ways to justify it because it does. It does. Or maybe Moon, Moon feels very weird in this episode. It's, yeah, she she's not like I don't know. It sounds strange, but she's not like her usual self, and it almost seems like they've taken away her identity because she's no longer queen. Like she's just Moon now. And so, Moon of the Pie Folk. So, and that's, 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 I think that's why I, like, I'm the most disappointed with this episode is because, like, they took away all of Moon's personality. And even with, like, some of her memories back, she's still, like, I guess, like, if you're having, like, um, like, if you're, like, coming back from, like, a traumatic, traumatic experience, then, yeah, I can understand you not being completely yourself, but, like, for a character to just do, like, a complete, like, 180 is just so, I don't know, like... It's like, it's kind of like, 
I don't know if people, other people have had this experience or, like, have seen people, but, like, if you're, like, you know, sometimes they put you on a new medication, and, like, yeah. how my girlfriend described it, it was, like, me, but, like, not in Technicolor. It was, like, me in black and white. And yeah. that's kind of what it's, like, that's how I was acting. And that's kind of how Moon is. Like, she's she's obviously not all there, which is the point, but it's, it's weird, which I'm kind of glad that hopefully she can go recover off screen. It's just, it's very disconcerting to watch. Which, yeah. it was disconcerting to watch everything happen anyway. It's interesting, because we've gone from, like, Moon to, like, she was crazy, like, running around, like, naked, like, doing crazy stuff. And then now we have, like, <laughs> this Moon. And it's like, this is, can we pick one? <laughs> yeah, maybe that has something to do with it, too, just the jarringness of it compared to, like, other Moon episodes we've had. But, uh you you bring up a good point about it being off screen, maybe recovery. That that and so when she like pops up again, maybe we'll have old moon back and we can skip <laughs> more, I hope. more episodes like this. Um otherwise we have also um well by the way, also like is it a one eighty if now she plays classical guitar on a uh, on a on a skeleton guitar <laughs> instrument? <laughs> really makes you know. think. We're, uh, we learned something new about her today. Yeah, she she remembers how to play guitar. Good She's a woman her. of many talents. Which Star was shocked too. Yes. Yeah, she like maybe played in hiding. Who who knows? She <laughs> didn't want to share her talents with the world. Um, it also like because uh, Eclipse like wants her to shred, so like it switches to electric guitar noises in the middle, despite her playing the same instruments. Which uh, I was <laughs> maybe she has pedals. Wow. Magical pedals. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, ma- magic solves everything, <laughs> I guess. Uh, but also with with uh, with Star stuff, she is avoiding mentioning Globgor at first, but eventually she like is about to do it, one- but before Moon discovers it by herself, and uh, but Moon is uh, understanding, and she's like, I know how terrible it is to be separated from the ones you love, and Star is also shocked by this uh, reasonableness of Moon as well. Um, so that that uh, good, lots of good eclipse of moon moments in here. Like star star is obviously heightening them by like acting shocked every time they have like an interaction. <laughs> what? But, like, yeah, but it, it, I I think it's still nice to see. And like also like the intro is like eclipse are crying while hugging moon and like saying sorry. That was so sweet. Mm-hmm. I, it was very heartwarming. And then even like the what was it the final scene too? I guess where they're at dinner. And they're just like chatting and like giggling, well, not giggling, but like laughing together. And it seems like they're having a good time. So I mean, when Moon and River decide to leave, Star is like super shocked by it, which I kind of was too, but also not. So. <laughs> yeah. And so like we're, we're sending Moon off probably not to see her for a couple more episodes. Where are they uh, going to live? <laughs> in the yurt. They're yeah, the yurt. yurt. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Where are they going to put the yurt? Um, in, in Highland, I don't know. <laughs> in the Highland. On Johansson territory. Yeah. Or just like in the middle of a forest where River can like hoard more bugs to okay. live on him. Yeah. Uh, River. <laughs> um, brief food mention at the very beginning. A star mentioned something about there being a new kind of chocolate called carob. Uh, has anybody actually tried carob before? I have not, but. No. Uh, let's see what that is. No, I've heard of it, but I haven't had <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I, I know it's like an al- alternative to chocolates, but I've Is it no, like a- chocolate made from avocado? <laughs> I 
I feel no, like... That's a thing, though. Is it? <laughs> yes! It was mentioned in the Hey Arnold episode where they're trying to get Chocolate Boy off chocolate. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> Just so you know. Okay. Um, speaking of food, uh, the last episode has about nachos, uh, specifically, um, Marco's cycle, uh, dragon cycle, who has been kidnapped because Abs Marco stole a sword called El Chapo, which, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I, I guess the, the main story here is Brunzetta, which she was touched upon very briefly <laughs> in the beginning. Um, uh, st- stars by because she blushes at both of them equally. At that was Abs great. Marco She's not just Brunzetta. blushing, she is swooning. She is. Yeah, yeah. She's like so <laughs> speechless and stuff. <laughs> and I loved it. I loved like the blushing faces and like the. I don't, I don't know what to call it. Like the, I call it dewy eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're so cool. <laughs> I hope yeah. she doesn't forget about me. <laughs> oh, <man>. Great. <laughs> and uh, Brunzetta herself, any any uh, imp- uh, impressions you want to <laughs> let out about her? She's great. She reminds me of like Valkyrie. Ooh. Yeah, that, that, that's a good comparison. Yeah. Um, she's she's very big. She's buff, you know. Yeah. That's, uh, she has an axe uh, that like yeah. does lightning or something. Yes. Her 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 outro when she's like bye is like light lightning is like coming from the sky and she like poops awesome. away. It's a it's a great way to like send her off, like just epicness. Um, and yeah, so uh, she and Abs Marco have uh, a, a strong connection because they've been questing together uh, for yeah, a while. Me. Have they been questing or questing? That was good. (laughs) The questing part made me, like, that line made me feel like, like, this is just like a RPG. They're just (laughs) like, they're like in World of Warcraft and they're questing together. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Uh, and so they're, they're working together with Star tagging along to fight the Neverzonians who are like ice ghosts. Um, but eventually it's revealed that the reason the, the, they're, they want the sword back is because it's keeping a fire demon away and the, so they go back to and Marco's like, fight the demon. I stole it? Like, obviously you stole it. <laughs> I think, I think that's like a, what is it? A very Marco thing. Cause he always like, I guess assumes he's the good guy in situations. And so he like stole a sword, which then caused things. And then he's like shocked to find out that he stole it. Like, well, no, duh, did you, did they give it to you? Did they say, here's the sword, sir, please enjoy? Like, no, that's stealing, Marco. You can't just do that. But I mean, also, like, if you go, if you're, like, walking around, you see a sword in a rock, and you pull it out, like, is that usually considered see, stealing? It's just, like, it's see, around? See, this is typical RPG thinking. Good yes. and a bad. Like, if, if, Marco was truly a good person and he was he was like, "Oh, I found this sword." Like he would go find someone and be like, "Hey, do you know why this sword is here? Should wasn't I put he, it back?" <laughs> wasn't he like kept prisoner and that's why he took the sword? Is that, oh, that, 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 that 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 might have been because I I think there's something where it's like uh, finding El Chapo was the only thing from this place that, <laughs> that I they recognize. So I guess there was like some extended thing going on in there, and that's why he took it. Yeah. But in any case, like they have a big old fight with the fire demon. He puts the sword back, 
but uh, also like he ha- he stays to help rebuild and uh, like he says like I can't run from my mistakes. Uh, oh my god! So no, and then Star's like, "You're so hot right now." Because you're yeah. doing what I can't with and, you. And then, and then he's like, I know, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. And, but I, I, I do think that, like, in the context of the other episodes with Star, like, it's kind of like a on-the-nose on parallel thing, where it's like Marco needs to, like, solve the problem completely, whereas Star does try to, like, delay solving problems, so, I don't know. It, it it seems like an interesting placement in between these uh, star focused episodes that have like the Marco <laughs> dealing with his own stuff, um, and uh, yeah, Marco returns at the end. He's like, I learned to speak merman, and I helped uh, um, gnomes learn how to dance or whatever. <laughs> yeah, underprivileged gnomes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. he did so, that. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the, uh, it's maybe, maybe this is like the most um, f- uh, quote fun one as opposed to like actual story. Like this one feels a little Any separate from the other. Any excuse to go to this dimension is the best excuse. Yeah. And now the one thing I have there's there's no Hecapoo. There's like one mention of like hey like Hecapoo should have taken care of my dragon cycle more. But other than that, like I feel like if we're going to the dimension, we need at least. A like a, a minute of Hecapoo. Right? Hey, maybe there's, there's a reason. Maybe there's a reason why cycle. we didn't. Like maybe there's a reason why we didn't see Hecapoo is because something bad has happened to her. Well, that just makes me think of like um, what is it the Booth Buddies episode because um, well we saw the episode prior to that was like the one where Pony had lost her horn and all and she was at Saint O's, but. I feel like they were kind of trying to do something similar with this, like with that. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I'm right or not, but <laughs> it could be like, that's what it felt like to me is that they were trying to do something similar to that because at the beginning of Booth Buddies, Star's like, where's Ponyhead? Like, she's supposed to be here. And so, and we know why, but Star doesn't. And so I wonder if it's another one of those situations where like, heck of who's missing and we don't know why. We have to rescue her. Yes. Interesting theory. I guess we'll keep an eye out for that. <laughs> um, and, uh, oh yeah, and at the begin, the, the very beginning of the episode is Star adding Marco's room to the, the monster castle. So he has the sword. He also has Princess Terdina merchandise. Um, it's a doll that says, let's dismantle the patriarchy. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> did, did you, did you really enjoy that, Sam? <laughs> I guess. I, <laughs> I mean, you you were laughing pretty hard right now. So was it a laugh or was it a a cry for help? Yeah, <laughs> we'll never know. Um, but that that's where he's getting his six hundred fifty dollars from. I guess like the, the those dolls. So do they send them? Do they send those to him for free, or, or does, does he have to buy them? Out, yeah, do they take it out of his six hundred and fifty dollars? Hmm. Good question. I don't know how how merchandise agreements work. <laughs> it's like if someone makes an action figure of you, do you still have to pay for it? If you buy it, Ooh. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But, so yeah, <laughs> I, I think we've covered all four episodes here. Uh, so lot, lots of lots of Star, lots of Tom, lots of Marco, but not not a lot of Starco. Um, maybe like one Tom, some Tomco, some Tom Star. So. 
I'm I'm not the person for the shipping discussion here. That that, that I'm sorry if you're expecting Dylan to like be um Dylan ra- 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 raging at, about Tomstar in this episode. As soon, <laughs> as soon as the episode ended, the first thing I said to my husband was, "Dylan's gonna hate this episode," and he's like, "Really?" He's like, "I thought it was nice," and I'm like, "You don't know Dylan. <laughs> he's gonna be so mad." <laughs> so- yeah, I so, like it, so fight me. Yeah, <laughs> and then and, he's and, gonna and listen final thoughts. to this, and then it's gonna be like he's gonna roast us. Yeah. <laughs> in final thoughts, we're all on board with Tom Star, right? Is that is that what we're? Where yeah. We're <laughs> yeah. Look, I just want all of these sweet angels to be happy by the end of the show. Though I really want Starco. I feel like I thought we decided on the polyamory. We were like, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's right. I I want the triangle of love. (laughs) Give me that. There you go. Because clearly Tom is also into Marco. Like everyone is into Marco. Yeah, it can work. That's the other thing that was confirmed in this episode. He's like, you would be upset if I kissed Marco. Like not even like uh, if I was into Marco or like if I if you know. that was my sexual orientation. It was like a very conf- like definitive statement. Like, if I kissed Marco, you wouldn't be happy about that. Ooh, yes. Okay, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like, they're testing swimsuits together. Like, that's that's yeah. That's well, cute. And, and Tom's opinion matters to Marco too, because he's like, well, Tom really likes this one. Like, and also Tom cares enough to tell Marco his opinion. So it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> that and, would uh, be like a true breakthrough moment if they just ended the show on that. This is this is how. What, what's he, the he, ship names like the three of them together? Like what is that called? Hmm. Because we can't Tom call Co. it Tom Starco because Starcom. Like, uh, Starcom. What about hmm. Stomco? Starcom. Oh. Uh, write in the comments if you prefer Starcom or Stomco Um, (laughs) let us know your thoughts and if you believe that we are getting closer to the triangle of love which maybe we all hope deep down but uh, um, until next week when we have more episodes to talk about you can find the info on this podcast at overlyanimated.com if you want to comment on the Star Versus or any of the other animated shows we cover here you can do that on Discord as well at overlyanimated.com slash Discord you can also support us financially via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated uh, thanks to all of our current patrons especially our patron of the podcast Sarah aka Sarahnet um, thanks as always to our Patreon executive producers, John, Ryan, Steve, and Hugh. Uh, besides Star Versus, in the meantime, I, I, we've got like Miraculous Ladybug going on. We've, um, there's other, po- other shows that are probably going on that I'm blanking on right now, but th- there's a lot of good animated shows. Yeah, going those on, shows, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they air on t- television and or Netflix or whatever. There you go. Yeah, as, as Starverse is airing at uh, very early in the morning, so <laughs> so early that my DVR apparently did not record them, so I had to <laughs> oh, go no. seek it out. Like, wow. uh, like your DVR people. is not a morning person. No, nope. it's not. So, but uh, I, in any case, I will try next week to get up early for <laughs> these episodes. <laughs> And uh, until next week, we'll be back to talk about this. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.